So overwhelm can take on a very different feel depending who we are and what we're doing and what's going on for us right now. So it's really important that we think about for ourselves, what is my overwhelm and is that overwhelm holding me back from being the confident um, practitioner that I want to be? Is it stopping me from sharing my business with other people? Um, Is it stopping me from asking my clients to share my business because I'm overwhelmed because my systems aren't in place the way they should be they're not as structured as they should be which is of course what I work with people on making sure that they're confident and consult hello and welcome mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths nutritionists herbalists and practitioners this podcast responds directly to your needs the needs of the practicing natural therapist With interviews, herbal discussions, something business and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Hello everyone and welcome to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. How the devil are you? So here we are in March and loving March. Um, March in Adelaide is always fun. We have Mad March, we have comedy festivals and we have all sorts of things happening here in Adelaide. Um, Online it's all been happening. At the end of February I was um, I participated in a two-day live event with Steph Taylor And she had a speaker called Sam Laura Brown. I've linked both of their information um, in the show notes. And Laura works with people around perfectionism. Now, I've never considered that I have a problem with perfectionism. I am somebody who's quite big, you know, big shiny objects, bright shiny objects, sorry, I should say. I'm someone who gets on with things that sort of wind me up and point me in the right direction and I get on with it and do it. But... With perfectionism, I always sort of, it always looks to me like it's something that has to be perfect. You know, the line has to be straight. And if it's wonky, you rip up the piece of paper and start again. That is what perfectionism shouts at me. But Sam was talking about it from other perspectives, which is really relevant to us as practitioners and in our business. Now, Steph is all about launching. um, And of course, I'm launching all the time. So working with someone like Steph is great for me. But With Sam talking about the launches, I think it's also really relevant to our business and what we do, um, even in the day-to-day things that we do. So she said that if we feel we have, you know, we're perfectionists, we will already have some of these five attributes. But many of us who don't consider ourselves to be perfectionists might well have some of these five attributes and in actual fact, so it's perfectionism that's holding us back. So her five were overwhelm, procrastination, burnout, all or nothing mindset, fear of judgment. Now, how many of those have you got? Because I know I've got a few of them. So with overwhelm, I mean, that's really easy. (laughs) I mean, it's a really hard thing to deal with, but it's something that's really easy to reach into. It's something really quick sometimes that we suddenly discover we're overwhelmed with what we're doing and it can be the simplest tasks as well that that is when we realize you know we're cooking dinner and in actual fact we've burnt dinner and we've you know boiled the pot dry and we're trying to do something else and we realize that we're overwhelmed 
So overwhelm can take on a very different feel depending who we are and what we're doing and what's going on for us right now. So it's really important that we think about for ourselves, what is my overwhelm and is that overwhelm holding me back from being the confident um, practitioner that I want to be? Is it stopping me from sharing my business with other people? Um, Is it stopping me from asking my clients to share my business because I'm overwhelmed because my systems aren't in place the way they should be they're not as structured as they should be which is of course what I work with people on making sure that they're confident and consult now the other one is a big one for me number two procrastination I procrastinate now we've got a number of things and I've spoken to you about this before in that we tell ourselves stories everyone talks to us talks about telling stories don't they about you know we say it out loud and we believe it Um, So we need to change the story in our mind. And procrastination is one of those stories. So this morning I went to, I like to go for a walk in the morning, but I don't like to walk in the rain. And so it was rain. I was actually chucking it down when I got up this morning. So I got up and I thought, right, well, I'll just enjoy a cup of tea in bed. So I went back to bed. I mean, we're talking 6.30 in the morning here. We're not talking, you know, (laughs) like 10 a.m., but 6.30 in the morning. So I went back to bed to have my cup of tea. And I had my cup of tea in bed and then I thought, oh, maybe I'll just have another cup of tea. I'll have a chai this time. And so I went and got my chai, made my chai. And and that's when I really was dipping into procrastination because, you know, come on, it's really time to get up at 7.30 in the morning now. It's a Monday and it, or it was a Monday, it is a Monday today, but it won't be by the time you're listening to this because they're published on Tuesdays and Thursdays. But you know, there I was really just not doing what I needed to do. I was procrastinating. And so when I really thought about this, I thought I'm going to make uh, a podcast about this today. I've talked about procrastinating learning in the past. And um, I remember when I listened to Sarah, she had talked about, about when Sam had talked at step two S's, I'm, I've turned Sam and Steph into Sarah. Interesting. When I listened to Sam talking and I realized that procrastination is really one of those ways that I'm stopping myself from doing what I want to do. So by the time I did actually get up, I couldn't do the exercise I normally do. I'd run out of time. I had to do all the other things. And then when the weather finally cheered up enough for me to go and do some exercise, I was busy podcasting, batching my podcasts because it was really quiet outside. You know, and then when I was like, okay, now I can do some exercise, it started raining again. So my procrastination for the morning, which was really easily solved by my acknowledging to myself that I was just time wasting and that I needed to get up and that I had things to do, and that once I started doing them, I'd actually enjoy it, because I always do. And actually, I wasn't really enjoying lying in bed, because I burnt the roof of my mouth yesterday. And um, so the tea didn't taste as nice as it should, and the chai certainly didn't. So that was number two. Now, her other number three was burnout. Now, burnout, we often think of burnout as being like a major, major thing. Like, you know, everything stops, we have to give it all up, we have to rest. But we can be reaching burnout. I've got on my website, geraldineheadley.com, there is a free burnout webinar on there that um, you can watch anytime. And it's one of my oldest webinars. So you'll notice just how um, old 
it is in comparison to what I produce now. But it's got all the facts on it about overwhelm and burnout and how we reach from one and we head into the next and how our clients are heading um, into burnout when they come to see us. And so if we're heading into burnout or we're burnt out, that's another form of perfectionism, which I just didn't realize that hadn't occurred to me. Now, the other one, see, I wouldn't, all of these things I've talked about in the past, and I will talk about again, um, but I've never put them under the perfectionism heading before. So I'm finding, I found that really interesting listening to a talk of, you know, all of these separate things as being a front for the one big thing. Because the next one is the all or nothing mindset. Now, an all or nothing mindset, that is you go into it, you start doing it, you go, well, that didn't work. I'm not going to do it anymore. Forget it. You know, I did my first live and it was dreadful, so I'm never doing it again. You know, and you'd gone to all the effort of perhaps writing a script for that first one and doing all of the things and then, no, that's it, not doing it again. So we've got this all or nothing mindset. I don't really have that, um, but I think at times, I think we all do, but what I try to do when something, because that's the, oh, nobody watched my live, so it's a failure, I'm now, well, actually, hardly anyone watches lives, to be perfectly honest, but they all go back and watch the replay. So I spend a lot more time talking to the people on the replay, even though I'm saying hello to the people on the live, because in Strictly Education and Support, I want people to go back and watch the replays. There's a lot of information in there, just like there is on these podcasts. There's a lot of support. There's um, a lot of learnings. And it's worth going back and listening to them. So, you know, hashtag replay is what I'm forever saying in Strictly Education and Support. So there's ways of changing our mindset around that all or nothing and just going, well, yeah, nobody came to the live, but I've just gone back and looked at it two weeks later and I've got 200 views. Um, It's like reels or when I compare my, um, I do have a TikTok account, which I don't go on very much. And everything on there has got like 90 views, 100 views. I think I've got one with 1,000 views, but mostly they're very low numbers. Whereas my reels on Instagram, I have much higher engagement. Now, what I could have done, of course, is done my first few on TikTok, gone, well, nobody's really following me, nobody's seeing them, I won't do any more ever again. Or I can go, oh, I'll try it on Instagram. And now, of course, we can do it on Facebook as well. So, you know, and there's shorts and YouTube. So, I mean, I've uploaded a lot to shorts on YouTube. So when we think about how can I share my information with my clients, so in the room and you're asking them to share you, the first person doesn't share you that first time, but it might be if you email them um, as you email your list saying, make sure you share me with your friends so that they know that there's a good naturopath out there for them because if I'm not the right person, I will know the right person for them. They go, oh, that resonates with me. I will now share this email. I've had people that I least expect to share my emails have mess have emailed me back after I've sent an email saying, Oh, can I share this with a friend? I think it's really important what you said. Yeah, great. Really surprised. Brilliant. But things catch us in different ways, different stages, different places. So that all or nothing mindset, we really have to think, is this the thing to totally stop doing? Or do I keep going? You know, I should keep going and just maybe do it in a different way. This is a learning, okay? And then lastly was a fear of judgment on her list. Now, fear of judgment is big for all of us, especially recently. This last couple of years, everyone has been really judgy 
super judgy. It's been really hard to be on social media without being judged and people aren't getting any better. If anything, they're getting worse. They're just really out there to judge for whatever. So, you know, delete block, delete block, delete block. And um, and you have to move on. And it might be that you need to talk to somebody to get through what you're being judged over. But also that fear of judgment. Most people don't see your stuff anyway. Um, and the people that we worry about for judgment are always the people who aren't our, our ideal client. So, you know, your parents might say something, your mother might say, oh, you know, I do worry about you in that business. It's so hard. I don't know how you're doing it. You're not like Uncle Bob, who's an absolute salesman. And you're like, oh, great. You know, I've just been judged again. Oh, how awful. Maybe I should quit. Whereas, of course, mum doesn't think of it like that. What she's thinking is, you know, she's just worried. It's as simple as that. And so we've got these worriers, these people who don't understand, these people who are, you know, are they judging us? No, that person's worried about us. Are other people judging us? You know, saying that, um, you know, what did my father say? Blue and green should never be seen. But I wear blue and green together all the time. So maybe I go on social media wearing blue and green and somebody makes that comment and I feel judged and I feel awful. and I don't put anything on social media again. And you know, I could have just blocked and deleted and moved on. So she was saying that those five things are the basis of our of perfectionism. Those are the big headers. And um, and I think that's really significant. I mean, you can listen to lots of and see her stuff, obviously. But I think it's really significant to think that that perfectionism, which I would I'd always had as its own separate entity as like a number six on here, rather than it being an overview of those five or parts or components of those five. And um, so I thought that was really interesting. What do you think? You know, it's uh, is it something that affects you? Does perfectionism um, reach out and grab you? Are you stopped from doing things through perfectionism? How can you change what you do and how you sort things out in relation to perfectionism, in relation to your business, in relation to being um, confident in consults? So thank you very much for joining me today and don't forget um, there are links in the show notes and um, catch up with me on social media, do all the things, give me a review, all those sort of lovely things. So hope you have an absolutely brilliant rest of day and I look forward to catching up with you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.